This is the Weird is the New Black Show. in a moment that yo was like get so hot that you take a shower come out you all ready to go start sweating again that's trifling it's nasty i don't like that i don't like it at all so i'm here with the homie the brother my compadre amir now should i go and see your whole full name or your artistic name which one do you use Yeah, we could, you know, full name's cool. It's all right. It's all right. They know who I am. They'll know who I am. All right, we're going for Amir S. Barry in the house. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. B-E, not B-A. Barry. Mm. Like Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Facts. Barry Gordy out here in these streets. (laughs) I mean, Amir Barry Gordy out here. You know, but yeah, so um, I want to talk to you about a lot of things. Not a lot of things. You know, me and trying to get... Y'all hot over here again, you know what I mean? But I do want to say that as a creative, I respect your mind. Mm. I respect what you've done because, I, again, like I met you, I want to say last year. Last year, yeah. Last year, mm-hmm. uh, there was an opening for your clothing brand, uh, Peritoto, at this bomb ass place called Middle Child that I haven't gone to yet because I work early in the morning. But something get out, it's already closed. Right. You know what I mean? But they had this dope ass opening for the Paratoto for the, one of their, their, uh, their collections. And the clothing is dope. The apparel was on point. And I actually bought a t shirt that day. You know what I mean? You got to support businesses out here, cuz. It's love. It's love. Smell me. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, like ever since then, me, me and Philly just built and built. And it's a pleasure to, you know, to know this brother. But. I have a question to ask you, man. Mm-hmm. First things first. Why is minimalism so important? Mm. Well, I guess there's a couple ways to look at it. Um, I feel like minimalism ties into something that I'm, uh, I feel very strongly about at this time, which is mental health um we go through life day to day and like we have so many things on our plate already that we can't control they're kind of out of our control because of you know work or whatever the case may be um when you get to your place of rest or your home place where you come to decompress and relax um you don't want that feeling of clutter 
right? And obviously, clutter comes with keeping on, holding on to things that you don't really need, you know? Uh, over the years, we tend to collect things and they all bring us back to like a moment in time. Um, could be a good memory, could be semi-good, whatever the case may be, but it always brings us back. For some reason, we tend to keep on to these things because we feel like, oh, I have use for them later on, you know. But typically, we don't, you know. Um, over the last couple of years, I've just been trying to get into a mindset of if this thing that I'm holding on to doesn't directly give me inspiration or power, then I just try to get rid of it um and obviously that's a lot easier said than done you know um attachment is real you know um but it's something that we should try to work towards for sure um just having less things we don't need a lot of the things that we think we need you know mm -hmm. there's a reason why people years decades decades back we're able to function and and maneuver through life with the smallest amount of things in their possession you know um it's just that's just the way it is and i feel like because of social media and just overall media in general i feel like they've in a sense brainwashed us to feel like we need everything that this thing is going to validate us in this way or it's going to give us this much joy but that joy and validation is very very um what's the word i'm looking for it's just it's short term it's it it, it doesn't last long you know and like i try to encourage people to hold on to the things that give us joy and keep you moving forward you know um walt disney said something which i always thought was interesting basically and uh i guess the shortest way to say it he basically said around here we don't look backwards too long we keep moving forward and opening new doors to you know take us to you know another level essentially is what he was trying to say and uh i don't know that's something that always resonated with me so i feel like that's just like a piece of knowledge that everybody should be able to take with them i can dig it um i think about like just in terms of how you are to go back to the point about social media yeah because like for real like being a capitalistic society yeah it's all about yo more and more and more you gotta have everything got it and I was looking in my closet probably a couple of days ago. And I said, yo, I really don't need to own any more T-shirts, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to own any more T-shirts. Like, I don't really need to, need to have any more sneakers mm -hmm. than what I have right now. But it's like something new is out. I'm like, oh, that, that might go well with my, uh, my David Bowie T-shirt. It might go well with my jeans. And it's like all these different things. It's like you... And you try to like act like, yeah, I don't need this shit. I don't need this shit. Mm. We walk past, past that store. You see that deal. And it's like, 
might have to break the bank a little bit for this. Might have to, right? You know, but then again, but then you realize, like, you know, like you said, what purposes have we served in the, in the long run? Because, mm. again, uh, I remember watching uh, Finger This Cat, Gary, Gary V, mm-hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk, and he was talking about people who need money. Like, you have so much money in your possession that you might not even know about. Like in terms of the magazines you have, you can sell your old magazines, you can sell your old, your T-shirts or, or clothes or whatever. Like you can really make up, get five grand like that if you just sell what you have. Right, right. And I look back, I'm like, yo, I mean, yo, I'm not gonna do that. But it's like, I want to give up my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but again, it's like for things that only serve a purpose, things that we only have real attachments to. Because mm-hmm. I mean, these things are inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're not like. Yeah, family or friends they or like yeah, they don't give us that physical or mental stimulation to an extent you know to a certain point it just right. stops you know mm-hmm. uh, I feel like you know people always laugh like joking with me like oh like I feel like you you switch your your spaces around so much you know and they're constantly changing. Every time I'm here, it's different. And they're right. I do. I change it around a lot. And that's for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of which is because I've noticed that every time I change a room around, mm-hmm. I end up with this pile of things that I seemingly have no place for. You know? So where does it go? Into storage tucked away but it shouldn't have to go there at all you know i just if i I can't find a place for it in you know these spaces then that means that i don't want it right you know Mm -hmm. it means that at the moment i don't want to look at it i don't want it to be where i can see it you know so why keep on to it and i feel like every time i do that i notice something else you know it's just the way it goes every time, you know. I feel like that's a good way, just like just to reset, you know, mm-hmm. reset your space, you know. And that also goes with, you know, you wanting to work more and do other things because it's hard to be in a office or workspace when it has one specific look. Eventually, you just it gets difficult to work in it because it's like it's the same thing you need to change it to make it feel like it's new it's you know you're 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 moving up on a new step you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's good to change your spaces around um but yeah i mean mostly because you find that you end up with things that you don't need you know what i mean and mm-hmm. that's just the reality of it yeah man clutter sucks Clutter sucks, man. <laughs> and like, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Like, I've I've like sat in it before, like my own clutter, like my magazines everywhere, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, yo, I said this shit's really fucking with my brain right now. Mm-hmm. It's like I couldn't focus on anything. I'm looking around. Focus. I'm like, all right, uh, I have ideas, things I want to do, but I see this shit, and it's like, so what's on the inside is matching the outside, and then vice versa. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I gotta get rid of this shit. Man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Got to get rid of this shit. So I think about which where you're the journey that you're on, right? Mm. I feel like cause we're all on our different journeys, all on different personal adventures. Always. 
What got you to this point? Um, just uh, experience, I guess. Um, I've just I've allowed myself to like. I guess I've opened my mind to different things, and I guess the way a lot of people operate, you know, um, in order to kind of give myself a little bit more clarity on like the way life is, you know. Um, I feel like my best, one of my best qualities is that I'm able to adapt. I'm able to look at something and, you know, work on it for a short period of time and then adapt it into my, you know, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But ultimately modifying it to a way that fits my lifestyle, you know. So over the last couple of years, I've just been realizing things like, I don't know, I guess life is just becoming a little bit more clear, you know. I try to, like, think of things in, like, their most minimal what like their most minimal property you know mm-hmm. it's like how can i simplify what i'm doing you know they you know how they always used to say like work smarter not harder mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i feel like that's like life in general you know it's like how can you minimalize this stuff? you know mm-hmm. um but you know that's that's like the journey I've been on is just like kind of just figuring out like how to simplify things and make it easy for me to just like maneuver the best way possible, you know, because obviously life's going to throw you curveballs that you can't really um, plan for. But I mean, if you can avoid a lot of things, you know, just break them down, figure out why they are this way mm-hmm. and how you can change it, you know, or adjust it. So we go back to the idea you mentioned um, hearing you describe how you got to this point. And I feel like a lot of it is driven by mental fortitude. Yeah. Like envisioning what you want and just going after it. Like the experiences, they leave those marks on you. And like you take those beautiful moments or pieces. Actually, something might be good at all. Just Mm -hmm. nasty, ugly parts or whatever. But everything kind of like become something new mm-hmm. for you, you know what I mean? And you kind of embody it and take it with you to the next step. Mm-hmm. You know what to do what to do with, with your new situation so you don't repeat past mistakes, right? Right. So I think about all this, and I know that you have your this endeavor that you created called Idle Hours. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I saw a few things that you created from it, different pieces, different like different ideas that you had from it. So what caused you to create that? And what kind of impact you want wanted to make? Um, so initially, um, Idle Hours was labeled as out of office. Um, it was originally a way for me to work on and create things that I like and just kind of separate myself from what everyone may know me from. Mm-hmm. Um, thus spawning, you know, out of office. Um, Idle Hours came because, um, I, obviously, 
we have 24 hours in the day. You know, you hear people say all the time, like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. But there are. You know, there's plenty. You know, um, we just need to figure out how to utilize them better. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of tinkering. You know, your schedule is, you know, sometimes sporadic. So, you know, you really don't know. Oh, I could be off this day, but I also could work a double this day. It's like, yeah, I, and and that's you know fully understandable. Mm-hmm. However, those aren't the hours that I am specifically talking about. The hours that I'm specifically talking about are the times where you know we're you know sitting in front of a TV, you know, flicking through Netflix or whatever the case may be, or where playing video games or you know it's like those things mm-hmm. like every minute counts if you only have 15 minutes left of your day before you're ready to go to bed to get ready for your following day and you decide to use that 15 minutes scrolling through Instagram that's 15 minutes you could have used to write down ideas to uh, you know, read or try to work on something in general. I mean, like those and those those minutes add up to you know, ultimately like idle hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much where where that all came from. Mm-hmm. Um, as of late, though, um, I've utilized this platform to talk about a number of things like yeah i would like to dabble into you know furniture and you know office tools and etc but i want these things all to have some kind of meaning like some kind of attachment right now a lot of things i'm working on are pretty much following the idea of mental health um Right now, I'm working on a journal, um, which is kind of funny saying, I guess, in 2019 that I'm working on a journal. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't write at all anymore. Um, But I come from, I guess, an era where diaries were huge, you know, (laughs) at least for teenagers and uh or adolescents in general um it was just like it's a huge thing um i'm trying to get people to get back to that not exactly in the sense of like hey dear diary today i saw blah 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 and i want people to utilize this journal to understand why their feelings are the way they are Mm -hmm. by I guess addressing an emotion and then expanding on that emotion, writing it down. It's like today I feel blank and that's okay. Why do I feel this way? You know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm working on right now. You know, so like this project, I don't really want to put pressure on myself to like make certain things. I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm going to make some t-shirts and this, that, and the third. Like, I just want it to be whenever I want to make something, I make it and I put it out. 
I don't put deadlines on it. I don't, you know, shove it in people's face. I'm just like, yeah, like this is what I'm working on. If it resonates with you, you know, I'm offering it to you, to the world, you know. Indeed. Yeah. So you and I have spoken about like journals yeah. before in the past. And like, I remember like for me, one of the main reasons I ever wanted to do a journal was watching the cartoon Doug. Yeah. Same, yeah. Because Doug had his journal, and, you know, it was, it wasn't, because his journal wasn't ever, like, anything cheesy. Right. Even though it was a cartoon, mm-hmm. he still, like, at the end of the day, he broke down how he felt about certain things. Yeah. About certain people. And he always came to his own realizations about life in his own way. Right. You know, and I think that's the reality of it. Even when, as, we, as we get older, we still have these moments. Mm-hmm. We still have these times where we're like, okay, this is how my day went. Could I have done this differently? Could mm-hmm. I have reacted to this? How did I feel about this? How did I feel about that? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's, it's important to still maintain a connection to feelings, yeah. to emotions. To, to ourselves. To, to, exactly, to ourselves. Because yeah. we lose it. We do. Well, I mean, well, we don't lose it. We just, we just um, use other things to to cope I guess you Mm -hmm. know so it's like you know for those of us that are of of age it's like oh you won't believe the day I just had Mm -hmm. you want to go to the bar get a couple drinks you know Mm -hmm. and that's like how we deal with it but that's not dealing with it that's like burying it deep deep down Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then we end up in that situation right yeah so it is kind of funny like, that's how we cope. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think about it and, you know, the idea of, like, trying to understand personal growth. Right. And how, what, what, what caused you to grow? Why isn't it, why is it important to, to do so? Right. You know, and I think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's like, there are a lot of us who are stunted in that way. Like, a lot of our peers who are stunted in that way. Like I can go through a list of, just in terms of friends that I have, mm. friends that I used to have. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, yeah. people that you out, outgrew. Right. And, because I don't know, because, like, again, when I think about our friendship, it's like, it took me a while to get to a point where I can be around like-minded people like yourself. Right. Because there was times when I was constantly trying to figure things out, be around different people. But it was tough to be around certain individuals when they were, whenever they were stuck in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. I got to do something else, something else, something else. So, again, um, I think about understanding myself and understanding the direction where I'm headed. And I feel like there has been a lot of time that's been wasted on the most trivial of things. Mm. So I think about Iron Lowers is like, okay, I've wasted so much time before. Mm-hmm. Now I have to figure out the time that I have with me to be productive with it. Because people always say, like, you're 34 years old, right? I'm 34. I'm like, oh, but you're so young. There's so much more to do. I'm like, you understand, time flies like that. 
quickly. Number two. And it's because, like, um, yeah, I'm 34, but, like, life isn't fucking guaranteed, bro. It's not. It's not. You know, and I see it all the time. And it's just like, yeah. nah, I, I got to make these times and these and these idle hours count for something. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just sitting my ass all day on YouTube worrying about who was beefing with who right. on DJ Vlad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that, that's like, I mean, this stuff is like, we're so accustomed to it. It's enticing. Like, you know, we sort of, we tend to like fall into those traps. But like, you're right. Like, life is a promise. And like, I mean, we've all seen it. We've been at a point where, you know, and this is like, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself saying like, I can write a list of people that have left this earth since I've graduated high school, you know, Mm -hmm. that I went to school with my age for various reasons, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, some people will be like, or will say, oh, well, you know, it was their time, you know, and like, you know, no mistakes are ever made in that regard. But like, when is there, like, how do you, like, what do you mean? How can you say it was their time and you don't even know when your time is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, and listen, because this is my thing. It's like, I feel like one thing about humans, humanity one of our huge biggest flaws ever comes down to our conditioning because we've been like conditioned to believe this way of life or to follow this way of thinking mm-hmm. or to adopt this belief system because it's been in place for so long right. you know what I mean it's outrageous it is <laughs> and it's like it's because this is how you've done it for so long which means it's, it's the right way it's 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 the safe way, because it's the traditional way, because it's how you've always done it. But yeah. because it's how you've always done it, doesn't mean that's how it's how it has to be, or how it really is. Yeah. You know, like um, for for example, to, on the religious standpoint, mention people say it was just their time. I'm like, but who told you that? Who shit? told you that? Who told you that shit? <laughs> oh, cause like what? Cause they said like yeah, like you know the creator he knows when you go and it's just their time to go. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like m- most recent thing I can think about with somebody in my age range that got hemmed up was Nipsey Hussle, right? Mm-hmm. When that shit happened, like I can't have nobody tell me. Oh, that was just his, it was his, just time, his time. Oh fuck no! <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not his time to go. Cause if you, if, I mean, by by yours, then you know you're judging, you're thinking, oh yeah, it was his time to go, but by people that I guess really resonated, like he resonated with people, and for those people, it's like he had so much more to do, right? You know, he was just getting started, and he was, and he sure. was, he was just getting started, you know, and you're right, and like that just goes back to like. That thing that you were saying earlier, like how these things have been in place and we're just so accustomed to them, you know, that we just like, okay, yeah, that's got to be it, you know, like on a lighter side, I was reading about a week ago or so it was like, um, (laughs) middle children are becoming extinct. Because of millennials. 
it's funny to me because like basically what they're saying is like there are less middle children being born because millennials are deciding to have less kids like how is that an issue <laughs> like how is that a problem in this day and age it is extremely expensive it's extremely expensive and it's just not feasible for people to have six to ten kids anymore you know like my stepfather came from a family of nine he was the oldest of nine mm. <laughs> you know think about having nine kids in 2019 that's nine kids that you're ultimately anticipating to go to college Mm-hmm. That's nine sets of tuition you have to put aside or you have to plan for. That's nine mouths to feed. That's nine kids you have to buy back to school clothes for. Dude. These are issues. And now 2019 <laughs> college, nine kids? Nine kids? That's, that's, that's damn near like a million dollars. That's more, than your, that's more than your mortgage. That's more than your mortgage. Nine <laughs> kids, bro. My mom was baby of eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> baby of eight. My, Crazy. My um my granddad came from like you know had like five maybe we come from like eight kids too like you know what I mean my grandma Chris my other grandma probably I don't she had as many kids but my grandfather my mom's dad he was like what one of like what plus like 11, 14, 8, 9. it was a big ass number you know what I mean in North Carolina and and I know they didn't come up in no big ass house no you know what I'm small. saying we had they had small quarters and people like college really wasn't. Something that was like really expressed. People weren't like, you know, you guys are gonna go to school, you're gonna go to college. Back then, you know, most people were dropping out of school mm-hmm. before middle school. My granddad, um, <laughs> rest in peace, my, my 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 mom's dad, right? He did out of school in the eighth grade, cuz. <laughs> like most, because they had to work. Facts. <laughs> like, you know? So they you know, these these people are running around with you know, uh, grade school education, you know, and it's like, but they're out there, you know, doing what they had to do. Right, but well, that's not the case now. The case now is a high school diploma shit. is like completely obsolete. It's booty out here. Guys. A bachelor's degree is starting to become obsolete. I have a bachelor's degree and same, it's booty out here. Same. I mean, granted. Granted. I have personally chose not to utilize mine. However, I mm. guess now I guess I am utilizing mine in some ways. What was your degree? So I graduated with a degree in psychology with a focus in behavioral psychology. Oh shit, alright. So I didn't use it. I I mean honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. Like junior year of college, I knew that I it's not what I wanted to mm-hmm. do. Um, but at that juncture, I'm like, well, Fuck I'm you. here. Right. Got to finish, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I finished, you know. But it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, and I use it. I utilize it every day, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. But I feel like now I'm starting to find a way to utilize it in my way opposed to 
you know, what the book said. But, that, you know, that's just another thing. It's a bachelor's degree. And regardless, if I decided to do anything with it, I would have still had to go back for my master's. Mm-hmm. And then even then, to do anything on my own, I would have had to go get my doctorate. So, you know, you think, like, for people that love to learn but they don't like school, that's another, like, eight years of school. More money. More money, <laughs> more money, more money, because everybody isn't getting a scholarship or grants, and grants shit. and stuff. It's, it's like it's bro. just like you're just guessing, passing, passing. So that's another thing too, you know. That is like kind of ties in with the whole like millennials not wanting to have more kids thing. Like we're still paying off our college, so we got to pay off our college and plan for a kid that may or may not go to college, you know. And they want to say that like it's our fault that middle children are extinct. I didn't know middle children were a race, First but of I all, guess they are now, huh? <laughs> I act like you're fucking dinosaurs or some shit. Like yo, middle children, yo, it had a Jurassic period. Fuckers ain't just died out. And I'm like, yo, but like first my thing is this, like yo, I don't want to have. First of all, middle children. First of all, y'all always fucking paint middle children as fucking crazy people in the first place. Right. Like fucking Jan Brady and shit. And, and, um, you know what I mean? Everybody else. I don't want a fucking Jan Brady in my household, nigga. Right. Like, right. All you judges complain about shit. Right. Ain't Jan Brady ain't had no fucking swag, man. I'm None. a swagless kid in my swagless house. Swagless kids. You know what I mean? You just jealous of a baby and the oldest person. Why don't you go out and get a job, man? Right. Stop complaining, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? But like, right. but for real, but this is the thing about it. Like, and, he, and people, and these, and these people, for the, it's the baby boomers, people who were before us, yeah. get mad at us, like, yeah, you're not having enough kids. <laughs> so, like, first of all, I, what? <laughs> I don't want, I don't want that. People are like, Yo, if, I, if, I, if you get a kid out of me, yeah. I tell this all the time. If you get a kid out of me, because I was slipping out here in these streets, and somebody said, gotcha, say, fuck it. All right, yeah, I'm here all right, now. Here we are. Here we go. That's That's it. It. Here's my offering to the world. Yeah. Don't hurt child. Child. Here's my child. Here's yeah. my child. Don't ruin him like you ruined me. <laughs> you know, but like this is just the, this is the place. It's, it's crazy as hell, man, because like I read an article yesterday, um, Paper Magazine, about um, interview like six polyamorous couples. Mm. The last one was a thruple. For those who don't know, that means three. <laughs> People some time, like, throw up, what the fuck is that? Like, it's three. It's three. Three. It's three. Th- three. Context. Context. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and so, like, people were talking about, like, how they're able to live their lives and be happy with these arrangements that they got. Mm-hmm. And how um, people tend to just think that, you know, it's just for, like, not for everybody. Like, POCs only really get involved in it. Yeah. Because how we have come with the black church and things of that nature. How they say in belief system wise, we can't do that because that's not what God wants. Right. But it's like, it's whatever. One thing is this. If, like, one couple made a point because they were once in the church. But the wife was like, I couldn't help flirting with other people. She was like, so we did an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And she said, the thing is, we still love God. We still treat our neighbors like we love them. So why can't we do what we want to do, you know what I mean, and still be part of, still be going to church, still, you know, still do all this shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. My thing is like, yo, if you out here living your life and you doing what you want to do and you have your belief system, you still following that technically, mm-hmm. what's the big, what's the issue? You know, I feel like there's a lot of things in our society that we got to let go of. Yeah. A lot of shit is holding us back. Even in terms of like, again, you're bringing up like the... Let me get these letters right again. I keep forgetting. L- LGBTQ joints, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I got the letters right. Mm-hmm. Um, like even in terms of that, people not giving them their proper space and respect. It's like, but they've been part of society as long as everybody has. Humans have been humans, be you know what I mean. Everybody has been doing the same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, how is it we still 2019 motherfuckers still acting like <clears throat> this shit isn't isn't, isn't like uh, isn't allowable? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it isn't normal? Isn't so normal, like yeah. a lot of things we got we got to break down amongst ourselves, society wise, just to make sense of things. Because mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah, so I who will bring up a middle child in this shit? You know what I mean? It's tough. It's it's tough. I mean, the conversation comes up. You know, it's like, oh, you know, every time you run into an older family member, the first question they ask is like, oh, you have any kids? You married? Mm-hmm. And it's like, first off, my mom always told me, like, one thing you never ask someone is, why don't you have any kids yet? Mm-hmm. Um. For one reason and one reason only. You don't know their situation. Mm-hmm. For all you know, they could be trying or they could have. And right. maybe medically it's not allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just don't want to do it. But like medics. regardless is you don't you don't just walk up to people and ask them these questions. These are, this is like, these are just like very, mm-hmm. you know, sensitive questions, you know, or maybe they just haven't found someone that they would like to, you know, have a child with. Mm-hmm. There's like so many different variables. Right? It's like people are so stuck in these like old ways. It like drives me nuts sometimes because it's like, I'm I'm literally thinking like, how can you... How can you hold on to something that um like another man ultimately created? You know, like if someone said at some juncture, "Hey, this thing right here, we're going to call it a car." And the dude next to it was like, "Why are we going to call it that?" What? I I was going to call it a cat. You know, <laughs> who's to say that either one of them was right? What is it? You know, it's like we keep following these like, oh, he said it. So it's got to be, you know, well, we've been doing it for like decades. So we might as well just, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, it's like, why do we keep on? And I mean, I get it. Like certain things like that. And that was just like, you know, like a whatever kind of example. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like certain things like that, like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll succeed to that. You know, that's a car. I get it. It's a right. car. You know, but like certain ways of living, you know, it's just like at this juncture, you really can't tell somebody how to live their lives. You know, it's like, you know, the guy that said, you know, abortion is murder. You know, like that's ridiculous. You know, like who are you? I didn't know that you, you know, were a female that had to carry uh, basically an alien inside of you for nine months. You know, I didn't, you know, it's just like, how can you make a decision for a species? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a gender. 
and you aren't even a part of. You're not even a part of this gender. And you're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Let's vote on that. You know? <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. And it's all dudes voting against the shit. Like, yeah, yeah you know, like, know what? All old dudes that, you know, probably, you know, pay for, you know, sexual favors Facts. from the regs. Only anyway. fans accounts. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's like Come on, come on, man. Like, nobody wants to hear from you. Shout out to OnlyFans. We're moving up. You Facts. know, like, the past is the past. And although it's important to acknowledge what happened in the past, mm-hmm. it's more detrimental to constantly reference it than it is to just move forward. You know, it's like, you think, like, oh, it's 2019. How is it still racism? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you got me. Right. You got me. It's like, I don't get it. You know? I don't get it. It's like, if I see, like, you know, a 90, you know, not even 90, like, like, like 70 and up. Mm-hmm. You know, older woman and and she's racist or man or whatever, and they're racist. And like, first 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 thing someone say to me is, "Hey, you you're not offended? No, I'm not offended. They came up at a different time. You know, of course they're racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now if we're the same age, and you <laughs> you know now we have a different now we we talking different here. You know, because it's like it's just like you know." Trying to wean a like you know like a seventy year old off of cigarettes that they've been smoking since they were fifteen. It's conditioned like a motherfucker. It's part of the second nature. It's the second nature. That's all they know. They don't know nothing else. They've been nope. smoking since they were fifteen. They you know it's like you're not gonna be able to stop them now. They might as well just keep smoking. Like if, <laughs> if you like in your seventies, you still call black people colored. It's yeah. like. Yeah, my man, you've been in this game for a long, for a long ass time, time you know? For a long ass time. And that's, you know, that's cool, you know? I mean, you know, God bless you, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not trying to, like, bump into, like, you know, people that are in this generation, these generations, right? Like, you, you could go somewhere. Like, I, 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 honestly, you could just kick rock. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? You out here selling wolf tickets, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody buying. Nobody buying this. You know what I mean? Like Jeopardy. Um, um, Carrie, how about eat a dick for five hundred? Yeah, like, daily double. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, like you can go somewhere. Like you, you're like you're, you're like not even on the radar. You know, yeah, like nobody's been checking for your shit no more. You know? Nobody. Like, I just I remember I was I watched this video today and for came out come out the uh, into this fucking weird ass weather. Mm. We had today this video on on Twitter because Twitter has some of the most bizarre shit. Mm. Um, Tumblr and Tumblr. I miss <laughs> the good shit on Tumblr though. Late night Tumblr's be the shit. RP RP filthy ass nasty ass Tumblr, bro. You know what I mean? Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was this video. And like a, it was like a Burger King, and it was just two older white ladies in the back, like gray head, probably definitely in their seventies and shit, right? Right, right, right? And she screams out to the person across. You see her off screen talk about, "Yo, 
I wish you guys would stop talking Mexican over here. This is America. <laughs> Low and the, and the <laughs> fucking manager said, yo, you're being rude and being ignorant. He said, we're not talking Spanish over here, right? We're not talking Mexican, yo. He said, we're having a conversation over here. He said, this is America. We teach, speak English here. I said, look, do you really know the history of this place? Right. I'm like, first of all, like. Do you really know that your ancestors think that they, you know, can claim any land they land on facts like do you really do you know? really know but they and, and, and they don't and, like, and they don't if you tell them something like, you're lying yeah. you're a liar you're a liar like because we were in philly and all like we that. tried to civil we tried to give you some civilization oh you rat bastards <laughs> i'm like are you, you mean you tr- trying to give or do you mean by force, force. yeah <laughs> Forcing people for civilization. Now, when you say you try to get people a sense of community, or do you really mean genocide? Let me know. What Let you me mean. know what you mean. Because, right. like, yo, like in, in the city of Philly, like for those who don't know, I mentioned before in previous podcasts, like we have like people like Frank Grizzle here, or like, oh, I'm taking it back. We got Columbus statue, Philadelphia hero, Philadelphia hero, right? You got a mural. You see it? Wink, wink. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Columbus got a statue and shit. And people were like, yo. And people were like, yo, we're not going to call it Columbus Day. We're going to call it Indigenous People's Day. I can't even tell you what day Columbus Day is. I forget every year. I'm I sorry. just knew it because I. Sorry, y'all. It was the day I got out of school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Holiday. But so now that I'm out of school, I don't know. Me either. I'm like, what's <laughs> like, Columbus Day? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? Is that day? Do I have off? No. no. Then fuck it. <laughs> fuck your day. I'm not getting off on it. I don't give a shit about your day. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I don't care. Right. Okay, he's like, because I when I was a kid, you know, Forge 92, we sell the ocean blue with these boats. I'm like, okay, cool, got these boats. Then I find out these boats had these fucking rats on it, and they had these filthy ass people on the boats who came over here and raped and cut people's arms off, gave niggas diseases and shit. Yeah. I'm supposed to celebrate your holiday? <laughs> right. Like, your, your, your birthday, dog? Like, you, then you, like, die in jail, die broke or some shit because he was on some horrible shit. Like, you got charged for, for war crimes right. and all that. I'm supposed to really sit over here and celebrate your birthday. Right. Man, fuck your birthday, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hope, like, on your birthday, you, you, you get fucking, like, bad candles and shit. I hope the fucking frosting is garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, celebrate Columbus Day. I'm like, I'm not celebrating shit like that, man. Right, right, right. But, but here's the thing about it. But conditioning-wise, as a kid... I'm thinking, yo, Christopher Columbus, he was an explorer. He did all this dope shit. Yeah. But then I get to an age, I start understanding life and actually reading things for myself. I'm like, whoa. Hey. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. That's crazy. Right? But like, yo, what happened was, like, for the longest time, I thought, like, he was, like, an A1 dude. Just, yeah, like, I just mean, a dude with, with, like, fucking curls and a point hat and you shit. You remember the projects? You know, we had fun with those. You know what I mean? I made a fucking diorama and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. But then this little thing called a diary journal. Mm-hmm. Come back to the journal. Back to Full the circles. But journal from like, uh, was like a, a priest or some kind of like with this person who was there and detailed all that happened. Right. I said, oh, oh, what do you know? What the fuck is this? <laughs> or was this something called truth? This is the real shit? <laughs> the real shit. I'm like, forget these social studies books out of here. Right. I wish I could find my diorama now. I could burn that shit right in front of that statue. Fuck your right. statue. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's real. That's real, you know? Yeah. But but the thing that goes back to the, to, again, like, you know, I, I may have to take a quick digression. Yeah. But, like, 
it gets back to the point again about the idea of um, getting beyond conditioning and searching for answers our own way. Mm-hmm. Not about what someone gives us. Not what it gives us, right. And I think it's one of the other things about you have in your journal is that like, yo, you're going for your own answers if you want to look for it. Right. Like, introspection can be the scariest shit in the world. It sucks. It sucks, but you got to have that shit, yo. You got to be real with yourself. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, after breakups or after any time I've been in situations, I'm like, let me look in, my, look in between, like, my eyes to that third eye, whatever you want to call it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, get to the real part of it and part of me to see if I'm doing things the right way mm-hmm. or if I'm full of shit. Yeah. And there's been days where I've been both, sometimes more so this than the other, but I, I had to go through what I had to go through to get to that point. Yeah. But it's good to, it's, it's good to, to, to know. I mean, like you said, it does suck. I mm-hmm. mean, nobody, like, Yo, everybody says they want the truth, mm-hmm. but like they really don't. Nope. And in the words of the great Lauren Hill, fantasy is what people want, mm-hmm. but reality is what they need. Facts. You know, I, I mean, she said that and I'm just like, damn, you know, she's so right. Like we fantasize about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we, we tend to fantasize more than, like, focus on what is going on in our current lives right now. Mm-hmm. We, we just pile stuff, pile stuff on top of it, you know. I just want people to get back to themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and just like the whole, like, you know, Christopher Columbus thing where... You know, we're going through school and we're like, yeah, this is a stand-up dude. Like, and then you get older and you realize, like, things are different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's no different than, like, you know, you finding out later about, like, I guess, like, certain ways you were brought up, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, your family atmosphere, whatever the case may be. Like, trauma isn't always noticeable. Trauma isn't always in your face. It's not always like a moment that you can specifically remember to the T that, you know, makes you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes trauma is embedded at an early age, but we don't really don't like we didn't know how to assess it at the time when we were children. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really view it as trauma. We just viewed it as, oh. I'm a kid, I'll understand when I get older. But that's not how it works. Because from that age to now, we experience so much stuff, a lot of things just go back into your, you know, your, your deeper memory to where, like, you don't really visit much. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to only visit memories that are, you know, towards the front of our brain, you know. So it's like, all those things are important. It's important to understand how you were brought up, you know, how things were. Write it down. Write it down. And understand, figure it out for yourself, you know. I'm not saying that, like, all of us had, like, these, like, weird upbringings, you know, where, like, you know, things were just, like, bad. But mm-hmm. 
there are certain things that happen in your life that you you know you don't understand at the moment you know mm-hmm. and like it's nobody's fault because you know children being born like sometimes it's an accident sometimes it's on purpose you know mm-hmm. but like at the end of the day keep in mind that this person that brought you into the world is like they were just trying to do the best that they could at that time you know Mm -hmm. and like sometimes that leads to like you know things that weren't right and that causes trauma you know so we need to like really like visit those things and like write it down like if you feel like oh I've been in a couple relationships and they all seem to end because like I just have like some kind of emotional detachment and I can't really like you know fully give myself to someone because of a reason that I don't know of mm-hmm. there's a reason you know we are just born like that you know you're not just born like hey oh you know I just <laughs> just can't feel you know mm-hmm. it's like there's there's certain like elements of your life that cause you to get to that point you know whether you recognize them or not you know so that's why I'm just like write it down write it down and just look at it because the problem with us as humans is we're we're too smart for our own good Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we're too smart for our own good so if something goes wrong your brain is going to move a mile a minute and it's just going to pile different scenarios. Oh, well, that's wrong because, you know, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And then it blows that thing out of proportion. So my thing is like, write it down as soon as it happens, if you can. And if you can't, write it down when you get home. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, because... Seeing it visually on a on a paper and reading it back to yourself, you'll realize that like, oh, maybe I can change this. I can control this, you know, before it gets blown out of proportion because it's sitting in your head, you know. Mm-hmm. We just, writing is like very, very important. And understanding your feelings is very, very important. So, I definitely want to tell people like this journal will be out and whether or not you feel like it's something that you need mm-hmm. or not you know that's up to you i'm not saying hey no i'm not about to george foreman you right now like buy my grill you know five different versions of the grill. five different versions of the grill you know you want the you want the bun toaster on the top you know you want what do you want you know, Rex. that's not what I'm doing here. You know, I just want to, to, you know, this is my offering to the world because mm-hmm. everything I make is with me and mine first. You know, mm-hmm. how to help myself. And it just so happens that these things translate to other people as well. You know, mm-hmm. so I respect that. Um, one thing you said earlier about like, you know, you don't have choices of how you come into this world. You don't. Right. Um, sometimes the pull-out ferry might be on a lunch break. Right. So hey, welcome to the planet, buddy. 
But uh, yeah, because it's like it's really like like it just to, just to add another thing like regardless of if you were planned or unscheduled, nice you were still born to broken people on their like like most honest day of living. Point blank, like it, it, even if you are mm-hmm. planned, that person can still be going through a whirlwind of things. That have nothing to do with you or having a baby. You know, they could just be going through them. You know, mm-hmm. they they could be in a situation where it's like, oh, you know, you guys just got married. You just bought a new house. It's really time to start, you know, getting started on your family. And in your head, you're like, oh, I'm not really ready. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm not ready because we're all selfish. And that's OK. You know, that's fine. But. You know, it's like, that's a scenario, you know, and these people like maybe going through things. They might be in a, in a point of life where they're like, oh, like, I hate my job, but now I have a mortgage, a wife, and I'm about to have kids, so I got to stay here. Mm-hmm. But that, that messes with people mentally, you know, and like that can alter their way of like, you know, their, their vision of the future and how to raise a kid, you know, a little bit more productively than just like the way you were raised or whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's all, that's all, that's all what it is saying in like that sense for sure. I feel like I should have had some of those Love Jones poetry finger snaps after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's poetic, my brother. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, so here's the switch up, right? Yeah. Um, I'll mention uh, an individual. Okay. And I want you to tell me how this individual has affected you um, directly, creatively, or whatever. Okay. okay? Two words. Initials are V-A. Virgil Abloh. Mm. Brother man. Because mm. I'm going to tell you something. I fuck with Virgil, bro. Yeah. Um, I know he was, uh, um, what was he? He got a major, he majored in architecture, right? Major in architecture. Architecture. I saw he did Columbia. He did a whole like two two hour like joint at Columbia University. Watched all of it. Me too. I was sitting in the crib like I got nowhere else to go. Yeah. Watched his joint. So yeah. What about his work? Do you do you like what? What motivates you? Well, uh, so obviously he's like this huge figure in like the hype beast world and like. It's very trendy to like him and everything that he does at this juncture. Uh, he falls in line for me with a few artists that I usually have very little to say about in public, but, you know, they hold a place very dear to me, you know. Um, Virgil specifically, um, you know... I love architecture. I love design. I'm not even going to say architecture. I do love architecture, but I, I, I love design. I love the fact that, like, design is always based from a problem mm-hmm. and creating a solution. Okay? So, because of Virgil's architectural background... 
he's been exposed to a lot of principles that I have, um, you know, been very much intrigued with my, you know, for the last you know decade or so as well. You know, like just the idea that things have everything is made with purpose, but like the purpose that they're initially given isn't the end all be all. You know, it's like we all see a chair. You know, and a chair is like if you put anything in a chair, it's like, oh, oh, a chair is for people to sit on. Mm-hmm. Why? Who's to say that I can't set up a chair in a corner somewhere and stack some books on top of it? You know? Mm-hmm. What separates a chair from a table? Besides the fact that it has a back for you to lean up on. Mm-hmm. It's the same principle. It's four legs. It has a a surface. Mm-hmm. You know, it has the functionality of, you know, a table. Obviously, they've been modified to where, like, certain ones you can't use it as a table. But if you think about just the standard, like, ones we're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. Take the back off, it's a stool. Right. And that's a table. You widen it a little bit, it's a table. <laughs> you know? Listen, I've eaten off of stools like there were tables before. That's bro. what you know I'm saying. saying. <laughs> like, yo, facts. You know, like, it, it's just like, but like, I don't know. He has this, like, different view of life. It's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's like copying this. He's copying this. But I'm like, yo. Or like, as, as, a, as a, a civilization, we have been functioning for a century or so, mm-hmm. you know. Nothing's original. Nothing. Okay? Like, we're constantly taking inspiration from things. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, nothing's new. Everything's just, like, you know, brought to a new... Like, you know, there's always different ways to modify it. You know, you think about, like, we're sitting in a room right now where you brought things to me, you know? Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, there's no way we weren't doing this in a studio. Right you know? But, like, things are always modifying. And I like that he, always, he has this future memory of, like, seeing things in a different place than they are now. You know, repurposing mm-hmm. things, if you will. You know? And I feel like that's where he kind of, like, that's where, I guess, he resonates with me. And, like, you, I mean... Just like always forward thinking, but still paying homage to the people that, you know, paved the way before, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that that's like the main thing that I love about uh, Virgil, for sure. Because I feel like, yeah, because I feel like, yeah, besides in the hype piece, well, it's, it's kind of easy to be labeled. It's easy. As like, um, I don't like him. I'm fucking but people are so saying. fickle. Yeah. You know, I mean, if he came out. It says something right now that people didn't like. He's canceled, you know, and his whole career is like pretty much like annulled. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. the the whole like you. We've all seen it. We've seen it with Kanye. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know people 
literally a month ago, two months ago, were like, fuck that dude. Mm -hmm. He ain't shit. Fuck his music. Fuck his shoes. Fuck this. His life. It's fuck like, his life. He's going crazy. Fuck him. He's crazy. He's yeah. nuts. He doesn't know anything. Somebody needs to do something. Fast forward. Kanye does a couple interviews and gets a chance to like explain things and how his mental health is going and how things are going in his life. Now everybody's starting. I was on Instagram today. I'm like, oh, now everybody's hopping back on the bandwagon. Funny. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's like, but then like, but then, but like also people don't realize that like, that's the reason why these, these artists and celebrities go nuts in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because you guys just like, don't understand one simple fact that these people are human first. They bleed like us, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. they feel like us, they go through things like us, you know, yep. and it's like, people are so critical and they're so ready to hop on it, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, if like Virgil came out today, literally and said like anything, <laughs> anything reckless, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm using reckless, I'm using air quotes when I say reckless, because mm -hmm. like, I know like... You know, society has a whole different term of reckless. So I'm like, yeah. If he was to say something today, he's like, he's canceled. And all of a sudden, his work means nothing. You he's know? like, yo, fuck midgets all it's over. downtown. It's over. It's, it's over. over, you know? So, yeah, I mean, like. For little people. I, yeah, it's I don't bad. know. I, I, but, you know, it's crazy because, like, I, cause like um, remember they had this issue when they canceled, uh, when they tried to cancel Daniel Caesar. I remember yeah. hearing Daniel Caesar's um, original comment, and I'm like, all right, he's a human being. He has his opinions on things. Yeah. He's not out here saying it to call judgment to anyone. It's just how he feels. It's just how he feels. Right, and I let him have it. Oh, he's this, he's that, because I think he said something that may have been in defense of yes, Jules, whatever. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, but well, he had his points. He felt, felt like Sam, mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, cool, bro. All right, that's how you feel. Mm -hmm. Cancel him. Let's get him out of here. Let's mm -hmm. get him out of here. I'm like, yo, what the fuck for? Yeah, because he had different opinion. Like opinion. we're we're not supposed to have different opinions now. No, no. What? There's one way of thinking, and there's one way that you have to think. You know, it's just like that's how that's how people operate, and I mm -hmm. hate that. I hate that so much because it's like y'all want to say all the time, like, oh, you know, America, land of the free, you know, mm -hmm. freedom of speech. That's not true. It's not. It's it's really not true. Because, like, you know, we live in a world where if you, if, it, if, if a society feels as though it's not right, mm -hmm. then it's just not right. right. And that's not cool. Like, you know, people have a right to feel the way they feel. And that just goes back to the whole thing about, like, it's all right to feel. It's okay to have feelings. Yep. It's okay to, to, to disagree with something. Right the on. masses. Yep. It, it kind of it, it's kind of ballsy. Like that's where it's at now. It's a, it's at a point where it's considered ballsy to have a different opinion than someone else. Like how crazy is that? Dude, look, at, <laughs> look at the guy on my show. I know. Like, he 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 was you know he was he was like they, they wanted to they wanted yeah. to get rid of him. Yeah. They were like my man is going psycho. What the hell is the matter with him? 
question sexuality or just the hair his dying, hair dying. Like, shit. what is he fucking nug? What's wrong with him? Is he going crazy? Like, nah. He's just like, you know, it's just like people, people like experience things. They go to different places. They get, they get, you know, exposed to different things, and like it rubs on them. You know, like it's like let people go through things. Let people live their lives. Cause I'm glad you mentioned that. So like. Um, quick thing, like you mentioned, like you know about ASAP Rockies in Sweden, right? Ridiculous, right? He's in jail. So he brought, well, he said back in 2015 about people asking about Ferguson. He said, well, he said I might. He said he pretty much had a whole quote, right? And to me, I was like, okay, that's sad. That's that's it's kind of reckless. I'm saying like, yo, pretty much, I it's nothing to do with me. Why is it? Because I'm black and rap. I got to speak on political things. I'm worried about being in Beverly Hills. This and that and that, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now in this era of being being, being politically aware and socially aware, it's like cool. I'm like, as a, as a black artist, the responsibility is there. Yeah. But sure. at the same point in time, that's his opinion. That's how he felt. And I've never known ASAP Rocky himself to do anything and to cause anybody harm out here. Right. Yeah, it's his point of view. That's how you feel, my brother. Then, yo, that's all on you, right? Mm-hmm. So forward now to him being in jail. People are like, oh, yeah. He said this and that. People bring that quote back from, like, years ago, throwing his face. He deserves it. I saw somebody's Facebook comments. Yeah. yeah fuck that dude. He, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck, he deserved that shit. And I'm like, right. yo, so you mean to tell me? He deserves to be in jail and to be in, like, some fucked up situation because of an opinion that he had years ago. And for the fact that he was defending his people and defending himself from someone who kept, like, bothering him, right? Yeah. Now, you guys using that as your excuse to dog him. Mm. Yeah, he gonna learn now. Yeah, as a black man, blah, 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 he should do this and do this and do that. I'm like, you know what? What are you doing? What are you doing besides... (laughs) Being gangster and being gully and shit on the goddamn um on the internet on, on Instagram <laughs> talking all this tough shit like he should this damn fuck that dude yeah because guarantee fact if your ass was in jail in Sweden away from your family yeah your mom worrying about you only all your family and friends who are close to you can't be close to you yeah how would you feel how would you feel all you would want everything like that wouldn't you yeah. oh fuck the dude oh no but you know he should say what he said but guess what he no. said what he said in 2015 no. number two you don't even know how he feels about shit now you don't feel that's the and that's the thing because people tend to feel like because they see these people on the internet and all over blah 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 that they know them but you do not i don't know people cuz you don't know anyone nah you don't know anyone you don't know anyone you don't know what people are thinking. You don't know what's going on in their mm-hmm. lives right now. Right now. Right. Like, oh, I saw them. They're on the internet. They were just got taking a picture. They were in Beverly Hills getting dinner. Right. Okay. What happened 10 minutes before that? Can you tell me? Facts. No, you can't. And <laughs> Shut up. It's the thing. It's because I may not know you. Like I may not, I may not agree with all of what you say, all who you are as a person. Right. But it doesn't give me the excuse to be callous when I see you in a bad space. Right. You know, what I mean? I'm not going. I'm like, not going to do that, that. When did that become cool. okay for like you to be like, you know? But I mean, I mean. Essentially, it's I guess it's always been you know I, I feel like society reson like the like the thought of like someone else in like that's doing worse than them is like satisfying you know it's like you you think like on like a like a dumb note like why are shows like you know intervention 
cops. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, like the like real world, like anything that we're like people are acting like fools or like their 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 lives are in like disarray. Like people love watching it because it's like you love to see that you that somebody is doing worse than you, so you don't feel as bad about yourself for a second. And that's disgusting. And that's disgusting. But that's that's the way. That's the way life is, right? Like, that's how it's always been. You know what I mean? And that kind of sucks. Like, it's like, yo, we're all human. We're all on this earth. Like, we don't have to. I'm not saying we all have to be all, you know, chummy. Like, hey, mm. pal. Like, but, like, understand compassion. the human condition. Yeah, yes, have compassion. Have be compassion. Empath- <laughs> be empathetic. Like, it's not. Stop getting off this high horse that you think you should have. That you think you have. You don't have that shit. Last all people I was talking to, I guess say about it, and I'm seeing people like just say some like really out outlandish comments. Like I just I just didn't understand it. Because I again, I'm never gonna let someone's comments or some shit rub me in the wrong way or rub me to the point where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. I'm like, mm. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Saying like yeah. if it was it's like very difficult. It is. I mean, you really gotta like. I mean, like this nigga ain't Hitler, right? Or or Stalin that's or what, like that's, that. That's me. I'm like, they or, literally gotta do that, like something like that, yeah. for me to be like, like you gotta go on like a fucking like geni- like genocide type vibe, preaching the hate, yeah, <laughs> yeah, preaching hate, so, yeah. Someone says like, oh, because like it was, um, it's kind of like when people are like, you know, what, that's not my fight, yo. I'm, I'm, you know, like, yo, people. It's because they say it's not out there fight doesn't mean they not like they don't give a fuck about it. They're just saying like, yo, I'm not involved in that. I'm I just focus on this part of my life, this going on. Yeah. So I'm not an activist, I'm not out there like that. Pretty much what he was saying. Yeah. I'm not an activist. I'm not, I'm not, activist. I'm not, I'm not into all that. I'm into what I'm doing. I'm kinda I'm an insular in my shit and that's it. Yeah. And we're out here and we think that like, yo, because you're in a certain platform that you gotta be this way. And the thing is you don't got to be this way. Because there's people out there who are who have their platform who are speaking for it. Yeah. That's, that's what they Everybody do. Everybody has a lane. Right. <laughs> right. You don't need to be like, you know, dabbling in it. You know, it's like, it's like just because certain people want to take that route, you know, it's like, it's just like, you know, we have LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. He's very, you know, vocal about, you know, social issues. Mm-hmm. But you don't see... You know, every other NBA player doing the same thing. Swaggy P ain't out here doing that shit. Right. Because he's Swaggy P. Because he's Swaggy P, not LeBron James. Right. Swaggy P. Everybody has has their thing. Like, everybody's not meant to be, you know, Martin Luther King. That's just not, like, it's not in everybody. You know? Say it again. And, like, y'all need to really realize that. Like, it's not like, you don't be, don't come to me with this whole, you know, like, you know, Afrocentric, you know what I mean? Yeah, we all need to do this and blah, 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 blah. Like, before you say we, mm-hmm. bring it back to me. What am I doing? What are, what am I doing? Am I doing, am I putting my best foot forward in what I'm trying to push everyone else to do? Probably not. Duh. You know, because like people like I mean, and I hate to say it, but like 
there's way more followers in this world than leaders, yep. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly okay. Don't think that 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 like that's like a uh uh you know um. A punch to your armor or like you know a shot at your character like that's okay not everybody's meant to lead leading is a very 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 difficult task in any situation whether it's leading a team whether it's leading a race whether it's leading a country mm-hmm. whatever the case may be is not easy because the people that are following you have more opinions on what you should do. And that's the issue. They have opinions on what you should be doing, but mm-hmm. they don't do it. Because they look to you as like the alpha. You know, you're supposed to be doing this because you have the platform, not me. But when you do it, I'll rally along. I'll hop on the train. What is that? Because... <laughs> Cause yo, it's, it's ill. Cause it's kind of just like you know, this is gonna sound odd, but keep it with me. Like the, the idea of like within BDSM, you have like the dom and sub shit, right? Yeah. People think that the dom, the master, they're the ones who run everything. Not no. true. <laughs> not true at all. No. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think on TV, what you hear. Not the fact. If you're, right. if you're the sub, the subs they're the ones who pretty much control everything. Right. They let the the, master, the dom know. What they're what they're good for, what they're not good what for. Not good for you know, in, in terms of like what brings in pleasure. So the master or the dom, whatever, is, is constantly working towards ensuring that their sub is in a good space. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So again, with leaders, it's it's the same shit. Cause I'm gonna do a side note, right? This is how I know people was outwardly out of their fucking minds, but shit. Frederick Douglass is an important African American figure, okay? You see this? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just thought about the the Frederick Douglass reference you made the other day. I just I, it made me laugh a little bit. But go ahead. Listen, continue. so <laughs> I, listen. I read Frederick Douglass's like Frederick Douglass is dead. Okay, he is. he's been dead for over like what well, damn it what the 1800s late 1800s he died. Great 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 uncle probably not, but he he might be. That'd be cool. He going he he passed away. You know could, what I mean? Um, you never know. All of us. You know what I mean? We're all related. Some way somehow. Yeah. He had the crazy hairstyle. Right, right. You know what I mean? But like, no gel. forever. My man said, fuck this shit. No gel. You know, no active, no curls. The man shit was just wild forever, yo. No soul glow. Right. So like, I'm online and people like, so there was a tweet of like, yo, what about your like, give me the most like, uh, crazy, like historical hot take. And I saw that tweet then I saw the tweet that followed it. Like, Frederick Douglass was like he was a misogynist, and he was the. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk about yeah, Frederick Douglass. He was a misogynist. He would mock his first wife, her not being educated, and he would <laughs> he and his second wife, his white wife, would come in. He would mock his first wife, and um, I went with a tourist house, and the tourist tour guide said that's why his two daughters stopped talking to him because he's a mocker. He didn't respect their mother and all that stuff. He was a misogynist. He was into misogynoir. He was all this and that. That's right. He wasn't shit. Blah, right. blah, blah. I'm like, so wait a minute. <laughs> so I guess so now Roger Douglas is being canceled as he's trash now. So I guess I have to return all my copies of the narrative of a, uh, was a narrative of a slave. Um, 
or whatever his memoirs were, the title of it was forgetting my slip my mind. So I gotta return this book now. Yeah. He, he's he's trash my now. My man's not even here to defend to himself. himself. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> You're not even talking about what he did, his speech about July 4th. You're not even talking about him like fighting for his freedom, him going through hell to get to achieve his freedom. You're not even talking about any of this shit. You guys are going into his personal life. Not even the fact that he was like, they're not even like celebrating the fact that he was educated at a time where black people weren't even allowed to do nothing. He went, he, <laughs> he went to England and shit. <laughs> like, he was, but we're worried about some rumor that he was a misogynist. How do we know this, people? Who was there? Who was the mole? I want to know. He was, and he was, looked like he was like, oh, my first wife, she can't, she can't read and shit. Uh, hey, your second wife, come in here. Let's make fun of her. She was like, she fucking played with my mother or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Floyd, you know what I mean? He's like, hey, first wife, um, read, read the alphabet. But she was like, hey, but, 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 well, oh, look yep. at you, look at you. Look at you. Can't oh, read yeah, and shit. Yeah. But like, these things, like, we, but like, we hear this shit and we're getting a hot take from some shit that happened like way beyond our lifetimes Bro, and we're rolling with it double and people get <laughs> mad about it now I'm like you're sitting there on your Twitter like I don't, I don't believe this motherfucker here yeah like, Douglas fuck him he ain't he shit he ain't shit that's I'm crazy like, oh my god what's so worried about that? Like, why are you worried about some dead man shit yo Damn. I'm like and you act like what the fuck I'm like I'm asking here's the thing about it I'm like, his personal life is his personal life, and we don't know everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? And also, who's to say that his first wife wasn't eating up all the fucking porridge in the house? I don't know what they was eating back oh, in the 1870s, 1860s, 1850s. Porridge. You know what I'm saying? Or like, or like whatever, whatever kind of cakes and sweets and shit. You're like, man, every time I come in here from abolition and after a long day, my fucking pork chops is gone. Who eat my pork chops? Like... Mm. I know this is a hot take. It sounds crazy and insane, but but I'm just saying that like we don't know about anybody's personal life. No, he could have been a misogynist. He could have not been. But it's what the fuck does have to do with you right now? Right now. And like, so you can get a fucking hundred plus retweets and likes on that shit. Right. What? Right. Like, you got somebody right now who knows nothing about history, know nothing about Frederick Douglass, and they go see that tweet and is Yes. Yes. Just so y'all know, this yes. is roses. And most of y'all don't know that your roses smell right. You know. Just so y'all know. Just so you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Just like, so y'all know. Like, yeah, nobody's perfect out here, yo. Nobody. Don't act like you are, because you're not. God damn it, you're not. <laughs> you're not. You're not, god damn it. But sorry about Frederick Douglass. That is sick, man. <laughs> that, so that really stressed me out. I, was in the woods. I saw that shit. I was like, oh, what? Wait. You know what I'm saying? Look, and I'm saying nobody's perfect out here, cuz. Like, he, like I said, he could have been misogynist now. I'm not defending anything he's doing, but I'm just saying, like, yo, why are we wasting characters <laughs> on Twitter about, about a dead man's personal life that we don't know about? My man, I don't even know if there's a term for, like, someone who's been dead for longer than, like, we've known about him. Yeah. If there is, please let me know, because I would love to use that one day. But all I'm saying is, 
Y'all don't know anything that happened in that man's life. That takes me back to this one time where I got sent to the office in high school mm-hmm. because I told my teacher that Andrew Jackson was my great 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 grandfather. She said, No, he's not. I said, Well, he had some slaves. He fooled around with some. How would I know? He might be. Right. She said, Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Now, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous on my end. Like, I was probably in a mood that day and I wanted to be a brat. But, like, she don't know. And I don't know. So, like, you know, that just goes to, like, us saying, like, yo, stop worrying about. If you heard that Frederick Douglass was a misogynist from God knows who, because I know he don't have any living family members from that time to let you know that. You know, just like let it go. Y'all are so focused and like infatuated with the past that it inhibits you to live now. I'm like, and not to be a dickhead, but even if he was a misogynist, like right. his life, when he's done in his life, would be way more impactful than you and your fucking tweets. You dweeb. You dweeb. And also, like, you know, he was just probably learning from what his father did. We don't know about him. What's his father's name? Do y'all know? Probably not. Was his dad a slave man? Y- y'all know. Y'all know he was a misogynist, but y'all know nothing about his dad. Y'all know nothing about his upbringing. Slavery, y'all. Come like, on. You don't know about his relationships or something. Yeah. You don't know about situations like why? Why worry about it? You saw this shit. I was sitting there. I was like, oh my god, I got the fucking lol this shit. Yeah. I can't. I can't invest like. I'm not going on a Twitter war with y'all over over Frederick, Frederick fucking Douglas. Douglas. You know what I'm saying? Like Frederick Douglas was a wild dude. Look at his haircut. What do you ex- you, you expect something like regular from him? Frederick Douglas, man. I'm like yo, dog. Listen, man. I'm like, all right, y'all. Just we just gonna do this. I'm fine with it. I got a hot take for y'all. George Washington Carver really made Nutella, not peanut butter. How about that? Did y'all know that? No. Because that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> How would I know that? <laughs> you know, I wasn't. And I, I, I want to quote Drake, um, because I thought this Drake quote does everything, and this Drake quote was also echoed by Rick Ross in the song "Stay Scheming," um, when he said uh, it was in reference to Kobe Bryant and his wife um, Vanessa. You know. And he said, because at the time the divorce was happening, he was like, yo, I hate to see it happen to him. But he says, expedive, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Really? And Rick Ross says, oh, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you weren't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. But what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You weren't there. Trying to take my buddy. Right, like, or like, you you trying to take away, and because when you do that, yeah, put out this tweet about him doing this, and you trying to take away from like his, yeah, his, what he's done, what he's done, what he's his done. contributions, his contributions to the world. Y'all trying to take it away with a single, t- with a single tweet that says that that man belittled his wife. I'm like, who was his wife's name? Did they put that in the tweet? No, you didn't. Oh, right, 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 yeah. First wife. Who was the first wife? Who was the second wife? I didn't even know he was married twice. I'm glad they let us know. Appreciate that knowledge. 
That's cool. I remember his second wife was, was, <laughs> was white. First wife was black, and it was like you know, it was like yeah, he was massaging his meek. First of all, I can't imagine him like making fun of his first wife. All right, second wife, come in here. Let's make fun of her, yo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Look, she can't read. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know, bro. It just doesn't sound like, and I mean, feel like, I, I mean, I would like to think that my man had, was utilizing his idle hours a little better than that. Yeah, like, just, and it was. Sorry for the plug, yo. It's all good. It's how we do out here. You know what I mean? But um, it was like, yeah, she helped him, help, help, help get him free. He gonna do that? I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it might be more funny. You're acting like this is a Wait and Twix Hell storyline. <laughs> right, 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 Everybody right. is dead. He's dead. She's dead. And the other wife is dead. Everybody dead in the house. Right. Waiting to exhale. Everybody is just waiting. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. Come on, man. Just waiting to exhale. That's no amazing. Motherfuckers ain't had no fucking indoor plumbing back in the day. Right. Worried about worried this about shit. Worried about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this. I love it, but oh I hate it also. I'm going change the subject before I start getting crazy. Right, please. But thank y'all. Whoever wrote that tweet, thank you for the amusement. I appreciate you. You should, you should definitely think about writing an email to Netflix about getting yourself a comedy special. Because <laughs> you are on. Thank you. <laughs> Move over, Chris Rock. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Next thing you're gonna fucking around like, oh, did you hear? Back in the nineteen thirty six, uh third group marshal said this chick had a fat ass and while he was while he was walking down the street. Yeah. Get him out of here. That's case of third group marshal. Like right. third group marshal was just My grandma was born in nineteen thirty six. Shout out to grandma. Shout like, out man. to grandma, you know what I mean? She just celebrated her birthday, July fourth. How ironic. But <laughs> You know, <laughs> with facts, with facts. You know what I mean. You know, shout out to her. You know, still, still out here shout in these everybody. streets. You know, shout out to everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what? No, let's take that time out to say, shout out to y'all. To y'all, everybody. To everybody on the planet. Black, white, uh, child, old people, non-binary, LGBTQ, man, everybody, oh. man, everybody out here get love out here. Any streaks. Because I know y'all literally just doing the best with what you've got. Goddamn right. And that's it. And that's all right, you know? Facts. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, hate on a race or a gender or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? We really, you know, life is fruitful, you know? We are, we are blessed. We woke up this morning, you know? We're able to sit here, converse. You got teeth in your mouth. Got teeth. You know, the one day, off topic, slightly, I had a long day. You know, I was out of the house for probably like 12 to 13 hours. Mm -hmm. I got home and I had nothing left. I was going to lay in my bed and then all I heard was Tiffany in my head saying, you got street on you. Go wash it off. Mind you, know, she wasn't here. Who's Tiffany? Let me know. Let me know. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany is my girlfriend. And one of my good um, friends. And she is the key, the queen of saying, wash the street off of you. <laughs> so, you know, I get home and I'm like about to jump in my bed, take my clothes off, jump in my bed. And I heard her voice echo. And she was not here. She lives about. 
30 minutes away, just about. My neighborhood, yeah. yeah. Right? So, that's that. You know, so I was like, you know what? She's right. Let me go hop in the shower real quick with the little bit of energy I have left. So, I'm in there reflecting, and I look down at my feet, and I'm like, yo, y'all have been holding my, my weight all day. All day. And I'm asking y'all to hold it for like 10 more minutes while I take this shower. Y'all are the true MVPs. That's something so small that we don't even think about. We're on our feet all day. We brutalize our feet. Disrespect our feet all day. Mm -hmm. And then they finally get the rest. You know, for some of us, about four hours. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then we back up at it again. You know? And like, you know, I'm appreciative. And that's something so small that people don't even think about. You know? I just wanted to throw that little anecdote out there. Shout out to Tiffany. Shout out to you, yo. Legend. Legend. <laughs> Watch the street off. My tears. That's her, though. That's her, too. That's her. That's, I, her. That's what she says. And I can hear her say that, yo. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I know my. I know how she yep. facts. Yeah. One thing I will say before, the <laughs> last thing I want to talk about, right, before we get up out of here, because it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, so, full circle. Right, right. Break down for those who don't know, because again, my brother's multifaceted fashion, you know what I mean? And other cool things, you know what I mean? He's out here. JK, JK. JK. All right, so, so Paratoto. Can we talk about it? The love, the love, the love. So, Paratoto. Where do I start? So, Paratoto was created to, again, in a sense, change the way people view buying clothing. Um, The idea was to create a product that introduced a third party, the consumer, Mm -hmm. us, and someone in need. Um... So with that, uh, the mission was created to work with a different organization every collection, charity or organization, Mm -hmm. and donate 25% of the proceeds from that collection to whoever we were working with, Mm -hmm. or use the proceeds, 25% of the proceeds, to purchase things for whoever might need it in that time span. So, uh, in the last three years, we have been fortunate enough to work with uh, Waves for Water, Mm -hmm. an organization um, that, straight to it, they provide clean water to communities that need it. Um, this time it was based out of Ecuador. Um, they had had a massive earthquake, mm-hmm. shattered, shattered the the entire country. Um, Damn. people were really struggling and they didn't have access to clean water. Mm-hmm. Um, the money we raised with the collection went to water filters, uh, water filters that lasted over, over five years. And were could benefit 
um, a family of 10. Wow. Uh, so we were able to, uh, you know, raise enough money for over 150 filters, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. And that's just like one of, you know, a bunch of charities we've gotten a chance to work with. Um, currently working with a an organization based out of Mozambique, Africa. Um, it is a battered women's shelter. Um, and it's a, a way to get them on a better pathway to get to college and get education and just like break off into a world that they're not accustomed to living in. Um, but that's, that's essentially the route we always go. Um, it's always with someone else in mind. Um, while having a good time creating fashion, you know, um, it's definitely become a serious passion project over the last couple of years. Um, it's, a, it's very interesting to see the growth um, from 2016 to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going on three years in October, and it's a blessing, and like continuing to grow. And um, for those of you that have come to events, have supported, have bought things, uh, we thank you, but more importantly, um, you know, the people that we have been trying to help, the people or the, the kids or, you know, animals, the list goes on. The, I'm, I'm sure that they can tell you that they are very much appreciative as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that's the, that's the basis behind Baratoto. Um it's just a Spanish play, or it's a play off the Spanish phrase, um, which means for all. And, um, you know, that's what, that's, that's what we stand for. So, um, shout out to Fran, uh, a mastermind in many ways. Um, you know, definitely thank him for just even like, you know, bringing me along on this journey, you know, like the fact that, you know, we've been able to, you know, work diligently and he's been killing it with, you know, the clothing designs and and just like reaching out and all types of things. I feel like we've really been able to do something special mm-hmm. um, and definitely thank him for for everything um, because I have, I've always felt like there's been a missing piece in, you know, the fashion world. And that's always like, we buy, we buy with only one thing in mind. And that's to, I guess, you know, please ourselves. But if we can buy and please ourselves and help somebody else, I feel like it's, you know, it's really a blessing. It's, it's something that uh, I'm very proud of and to be a part of and, and definitely uh, excited for the future. So, um, yeah, we're having a, um, I guess, a yard sale of some sorts, I would like to say, in August, August 16th um, at the Boris Building. 
Um, we're going to be outside on the patio, and we're going to be teaming up with our lovely friends, um, Pelago. They are a Filipino pop-up that has a um, stationary spot inside the Boris building called Lalo. Uh, so we'll be working with them. Uh, we're going to clear out, like, some, like, older inventory and, you know, and do some sales and you know have a good time and raise some money um i i would like for you know anyone that decides to come through um bring a can good find it buy it whatever you want to do you know bring a can good um that way we can you know do something with that as well as you know everything else we're trying to do um but yeah, that's where we're at right now, you know. <laughs> that's amazing, bro. Yeah. Well, the love, man, it's good paying it forward. Love mm. the world, yo. Where I'm bringing cans to and bring mad beans, cuz. That's what I'm saying, though. That's something I, I initially I was like, dang, what can, what else can we do? Like, you know, to like, you know, to do more. I'm like, ah. Uh, good friend of ours, uh, Bobby Hundreds. Sure, you guys have somebody's heard of them. Well, they do a sale every warehouse sale every mm -hmm. year, usually around like Black Friday ish. And for those who don't know, their warehouse is massive. Uh, it's on Fairfax. It's huge, massive. Um, every year they do this thing, and their stipulation is in order to get in and get the sales, you just have to. Pull up with a can good. And that's your, you know, mm -hmm. that's how you get in. Um, I always thought that was a great idea because especially for them, they're such a massive company. And, like, if you've ever seen it, definitely, like, and if you haven't, check it out. Like, there's videos, but they literally just have people lined for blocks, mm -hmm. you know, wrapped around blocks, like, for miles waiting to get in there and, like, you know, just you just think like everybody in that line has a can good, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? As over like, like hundreds of people have can goods, like that's insane, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, and they're all gonna go to somebody or somewhere that needs it, and that's like, you know, like I was like, that's that's like that's just like such a beautiful thing, you know, to give back like that, and um, kind of like resonated with me, so I like that's where kind of like the idea came from. We're not using it as like an entry thing, but I've definitely would like for people to you know because i know you have like beans or whatever the heck you have in your cabin i know i do i, I got mad beans, mad beans. you know because some you know for some reason you know the world if the world ends beans are like it you know mad gas mad gas yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh yeah beans corn whatever i don't care cans Cans, cans, cans. If you can, if you can find it, you mm. know, go to your mom's house, raid her cabinet, because I know she has some. I know mine does, and they're not gonna use them. I'm just, you know, that's, that's right. where I'm at. You know, what I mean, we just wanna, you wanna uplift, uplift everyone. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Nobody's exempt. Nobody. We are all here, just trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day. There ain't no guidebook. Nothing. Nobody has it. 
I put that on, on Facebook one day. I said, man, life is not coming with instruction. It don't come with instruction, manual. Pick it up as you go, bro. Pick it up as you go. We learn from our experiences and our parents. And our parents learn from their experience and their parents. That's the cycle. But it's got to break somewhere. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's got to break somewhere, you know. So, like, you know, not to sound cliche, but be the change, you know, that you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, something so obvious, but, like, you know. Shit is real. Shit is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call this episode that. Got to break somewhere. Got to break somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before we go, you know what I mean? I'm um, ask you one more question, bro. Yeah. Favorite wrestler? Shawn Michaels. All right, here we go. The greatest HBK. of all time. Yes. <coughs> yes. Yep. Here we go. And yep. Just like that. Just like that. We are signing off. Where does New Black? That was random, right? But guess what? Fuck it. Shawn Michaels, bitch. We out here. <laughs> we out.